so we can hear you. Okay. Hello. Oh, Hello. Can you hear me? Just... Hmm? Can I be heard? It's kind of Not getting. Really. No? Seriously. I got to like. This is getting a little I, bit crazy. I kiss the mic. Oh, yeah. I like can hear you. Rock now. star style. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Um, Hello. Hey, guys. Um, I'm Pat. Hi, Pat. I'm Billy. And we have two really cool guests. Um, Super cool. Well, we have Jonathan Shaw back. Super cool. He's throwing up. Super cool. So, Mikey, if you look at this, see how that's Tonight, we're going to talk about ethereal beings, spirits, guides, demons. That doesn't need to be on angels, top of it. Right? You can... Yeah. Stuff that I find like, interesting and I know nothing about, but these two seem to have some knowledge. So we're going to get some scary knowledge tonight. Maybe it's not scary, but I'm already so, scared. I was like right you about to introduce Rudy and then. Do I, should I put these Mickey Mouse ears on? Yes. Yeah, why not? What up? It's, so we're getting started? Yeah, we're starting. Okay, dope. So Rudy is here too. <laughs> Ru- 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 Rudy Skiba. Rudy Skiba. She's like the the newest member. Returning Um, member. Actually, you need to change your profile on your phone. It says Rudy Skiba's somebody's chick. That is not my phone. That is Pat's phone. And I really wish that I would not be referred to as he who shall not be named. Were you here before or after Wickham? I was here before Wickham. Like, so, so Wickham came after you, like, the second time? Yes. And he like, was here before me this time. Well, so, that's what I was asking. Yeah. He, I'll, I was I'll, here I'll, before him the first so, time. So you are the newest member of the Learning to Lose crew. Mm-hmm. Um, the first and the newest. And, and also, like, I don't know, like, a really important one, I think, because... <sighs> oh. Yeah, because um, she was like the co-star of this like movie I was trying to make, and and that movie, shooting that movie, was where the idea for Learning to Lose as a title of something mm-hmm. came from. I was using Dane's song because I was like, oh, I need to I need to use songs that I own yeah. for this movie. I can't just like use like a Nine Inch Nails song or like. Because I'm going to get tased for it. And a lot of times, music can can make a movie. You know? Like, yeah. it really can. Yeah. So I have this, a bunch of these amazing songs from this guy, Dane Rippey, who some of you may or may not know. He died of cancer. A really good friend of mine. And I was in a punk band with him called Therapist. <laughs> and then he was in a band called Alive at 27. And then he wrote all these really cool songs before and during... He, while he had cancer and one of them was called Learning to Lose um, and it's a great song and I used it in the trailer and I was like yo like yeah. we should call the movie this because yeah. he's talking about um, I was actually just thinking about this recently about Billy about how we almost like you know how a lot of podcasts have like intros and outros and shit yeah this one doesn't have one. We should just play Dane's song. Well, yeah, that's the theme song for the whole thing. But, but it's like, it takes all this work to, you know, put it in the beginning. No sweat on my brow, no hair on my chest. I'm a laundry list on 
Just it falls apart. The song, the song literally falls apart right after the first chorus. He's like, he's learning to lose. Yeah, <laughs> and he's dying of cancer. Like while he wrote that song. Oh shit. Okay. So Rudy's here, and I'm excited. That's cool. She's back. Um, yeah, he's learning to lose. I mean, yeah, and and I mean, what a cool little slogan. Well, I mean, aren't we all learning to lose on some level? Yeah, and it's kind of crazy to me that I just incorporated that learning to lose incorporated. I have learning to lose.com. Like I was able to get that and I trademarked it. Like I don't it's kind of interesting to me <coughs> that no one has ever but I guess it does kind of make sense because who would want that? Who mm-hmm. our society is not it's doesn't think that totally way. Totally mm-hmm. counterintuitive yeah. by like normal standards, mm-hmm. right. which are so abnormal in the yeah. grand philosophical mm-hmm. scheme of the things. abnormal normal. It's insane. But, so, so Billy, you wanted to have. I want to have I a mean, spooky October episode, I and mean, I wanted these two on. Jonathan was in Mexico last week, and he's going. He's leaving the country again soon, so we might. I mean, have- he literally said to me like days ago. He was like, "We should have Rudy and Jonathan on together because you guys have I don't know." He they got ethereal being knowledge. Yeah, he, he knew that somehow because he's connected to the ethereal. Plus, I just talk to people and listen to them, and they tell me things, and I'm like, oh, okay. Let's get around to how Billy has a demon in his house. He's scared about the demon in his house. I locked it in Charlie's old room. What? So why haven't you like tried to sage? Or, Danielle like, said she was going to come do that, and she never did. So why can't you do that yourself, though? Why can't you, like... Because, I mean, honest to God, like, spiritual beings, entities, what they do is they feed off of your fear. Mm. And your negative energy. So if you're more scared of that entity, the longer it's going to stick around. Like, you need to sage it and confront it yourself. That way it gets the fuck out. Or just burn the house down. Really, just, like, just try to talk into the mic and try to speak, like, you know, not mumble. Okay, I'll do it myself. I just felt like someone who says they have like Jesus and God and all this stuff would be better at that than someone that's just scared. <laughs> no, because it's your own personal it's it's your own personal study. So, in that study, you got to like, you know, like Rudy was saying, you need to confront it whether it's with fear, whether it's with Whatever, just with Billy. Mm-hmm. Like, Billy has to go there and say, yo, I'm Billy, what's up? Mm-hmm. Talk to me, or let me talk to you. You know, how, uh, what can I do for you? How can I, how can I help you? Oh, In a certain talk degree, I mean, it might be with you right now. The yeah. fact that, like, 
it's come up in conversation multiple times. I mean, it's going home with you, and it's more apparent when you're by yourself. I'm not going home. What? No, you can't fear these things because, look. You guys are scaring me. Dude, you're you're a spirit. We're all spirits. Patrick's a spirit. I'm a spirit. Mm. Rudy's a spirit. Everybody is a spirit. The only difference between those spirits and our spirits is... We, we're walking around trapped in this fucking physical body. It's like a flesh And they've machine. been freed from the physical body, but they don't know they're free. So they're hanging around the earthly plane. They're, they're, they're because they're lost. Hmm. They're lost. So this is obviously a lost spirit because if it wasn't lost, it would be the fuck out of here. It would be mm-hmm. in its heavenly home, wherever that may be, according to its own karma and destiny and all that. But it doesn't know. It's like sleepwalking through the world going like, you know, oh, fuck, where's my keys? You know, <laughs> it's like, okay. it's, a, it's a lost spirit. L- 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 can you got to help it find the light, brother. You've got, you know, you've got religion. You've got God. You've got a light that you carry inside yourself. So it's kind of like you need to kind of do like a 12-step call on this spirit and be like, yo, you're lost, let me help you find your way home because you don't want to be here. You're just going to suffer here because you've left your body and you're not welcome to use mine. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let me see if I can help you find uh, a connection with your source, with your creator, with your God, with the, the light that will take you to the next level because you don't belong here no more. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's such a sweet, nice way to go about it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. That's another one. You <laughs> can just be like, look, if you want to wander the earth like a wandering spirit, you don't want to accept, you know, that there is a higher plane of existence for you waiting for you to treat your wounds and your problems and, you know, shower you with love and mercy and kindness and all this good stuff. If you don't want to accept that, that's cool. But get the fuck out of my house. Take your unfinished business elsewhere. I hope. So. Are you guys all 100% that you believe in this netherworld or whatever you want to call it? I've I've seen it. Of course. I live in it. Okay. Just Um, asking. My dog has teleported through a wall. When I was like 13 or 14 years old. My mom was always working and my parents were divorced and my sister was hanging out because she was like 16, 17 with her friends. And I was hanging out in my house, you know, just watching Disney Channel on my on my TV in my bedroom. And um, when our dogs got older, we kept them in the front of the house. And there's this piano room and we had one of those big box TVs that sat on the ground that were like, you know, the ones that have wood around them. It was really fucking old. She said wood. And um, <laughs> so we would keep our dogs like in the front of the house because there was no carpet in the front. And we would shut the two doors and we would put chairs on either side of both doors so they couldn't be pushed open. And um, I heard this like loud pop in the piano room. And when I got home, there was nothing in that room. And all the dogs and everything were in the front room. And I made sure I shut the doors. And then when I went in there, the, the 
television was on, it was like had the black and white ants like running all mm, over it when it's static. The frequency. And my chow chow was standing three inches like from the TV screen. And I was like, motherfucker, some entity just tra- like made my dog teleport through the fucking wall into this room to freak me out as a 14-year-old girl. You know what I did? Mm, what'd you do? I put the dog back in the front room. I went to my room. I turned back up the Disney Channel, and I pretended like it didn't happen because I was like, I knew even from a really young age that if I fed into it, that it was going to stick around and that it was going to scare the shit out of me. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be scared. I'm just going to let it know that like, I'm, I'm not down to clown. And I'm, I'm going to go back to watching my TV show. And I actually like shoved that under the bed deep in my mind for years and years and years. And then I remembered it again when I think I turned like 18 or 19 years old. Hey, it was a trip, though that happened do you think some people maybe just have a special tune in to this stuff because pat have you ever seen demons or and i have never some people definitely have you know everybody is a medium everybody has a connection but not everybody has developed that connection Mm -hmm. and that connection you know could come as like a baseball bat upside your head with you know, and then you know you that, that's see, like the 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 nut houses and the jails and prisons are full, full to the brim of untrained mediums. Mm-hmm. These are people, right. you know, and so are the alcohol rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous, and so are all the bar rooms and crack houses and you know junkie houses and everything else, because. You know, alcoholics, for example, see, alcohol, they call it spirits. And I don't call it spirits for nothing because it opens any substance that we take into our body opens a certain spiritual portal Mm -hmm. because, you know, there are dimensions. And this is the physical dimension. It's just one channel on like an infinite radio station of millions of different channels. Now, what happens is if I'm listening to, you know, K rock and I turn the channel just a just a fraction I could be listening to classical music and I turn it again I could be listening to the news mm-hmm. but what's happening is like when I turn from K-Rock to the news did the did K-Rock stop rocking? No, it's still blasting it's just blasting on a different frequency mm-hmm. so some people have these antennas that are a little longer than others where you can actually channel into another channel while you're still in this channel. So, I mean, that happens to me a lot. Like when I close my eyes, I usually hear all kinds of, you know, just conversations going on. Yes. There's nobody there. Wow. So, you know, I'm hearing, you know, other spirits. You know, I'm getting static is what's happening in my radio. Do you have any spirit guides personally? Oh, fuck yeah. What's like, if you had to, you know, identify and introduce 
who your spirit guide is. There's like, a bunch of them. But There's, the main one. The main one is, uh, there is no main one. They all work together. Huh. They all work Did you together. gain them over time? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I, I only well, I have them, one. I gained them with knowledge yeah. that came to me over time. What happened was, see, I, I, I drink a lot of ayahuasca. Oh, yeah, you do. And the first time I drank the plant medicine, immediately I was connected to my guide. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah, you're getting your head, your head sniffed. Wow. He's smelling your brain. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's checking out my spirit guides. So it was pretty interesting. The first time I ever drank ayahuasca, the first time, like more than 10 years ago, and since then I've, I've worked in shamanic practices for, you know, like thousands of, of these uh, ceremonies. Hi, <laughs> what's up? He, he's picking up what you're putting down. Kisses, kisses. <laughs> Rami is standing. This dog is like totally checking out. On top of Jonathan Shaw <laughs> and like just totally just sniffing wow. his face, standing on his lap, just looking. Wow. He has no idea what he knows. spaces or he knows. invading he's, space. I he's, think no, he's looking at my leg. It's like a trip. Ramasin has like those. I hope I don't get a boner. Oh, what? Oh, my God, no. Um, but Ramasin, he's very energy sensitive. He like, must be. Because, I mean, I was having a really hard day, I think probably about eight, nine days ago. And when I came in, he just, like, mm-hmm. ran to me. And, like, both Dino and Ramasin were, like, sitting and, and, like, licking me and all this stuff. And I was just like, I... They don't usually do that when I come over, so they have a. Actually, I don't know. I, I don't know that that dog. The dog didn't want me to tell that story. There's see, the dog might be working for my guides. It's like, no, keep this shit to yourself. Well, the thing that dog is a trip because that he dog is. gets like really crazy anxiety. And he moves and He slow. walks really like me. I can relate. Oh, you're walking like me, Rami. That dog's almost like in tune mm-hmm. to yeah. some kind of weird shit. I can see it. It's, I can feel it. Yeah. yeah. It's, he's a, he's from... He's trip. He's he, from Japan. I know. He's also like an extension of Pat. And wow. then Dino is like an extension of, of Veronica. They're what some people call in the spiritual world or Wicca, oh, like familiars. Familiars, yeah. So I have two familiars, and they're supposed to be like either reincarnated, reincarnated spirits that are meant to like aid you in your journey. Yeah. And even though they can't speak, they, they vibrate on that frequency with you and they help you make the right decisions. Cool. It's so. good to have cats around i believe i have two of them i have yeah i've seen your cat i showed you mine yeah gerard butler and joey mine is max (laughs) yeah yeah cats man they're they're powerful medicine man they're so in tune have you had like a conversation with your cat like through their eyes before oh i have all kinds of stuff with the cats i mean they're crazy they're amazing they're they're like super evolved so i want to tell you part of the reason i'm open to this Mm -hmm. is because i had a respected sort of sponsor in slaa like i respected him and he would go to prime time too and he wasn't like into this stuff but he said he went to the hindu temple over there off of uh 
On the way to the beach. Yeah, yeah. Venice Boulevard, I think. No, Was- no, no. Washington. It's out there in the middle of nowhere by... Uh, oh, you're talking about the self-realization. Uh, no, it's 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 Malibu Creek. It's right there by Malibu Creek wow. uh, State Park. Uh-huh. And it's a really intricate thing. Wow. And he went there to do a ceremony, and he said that he got like deep in meditation or something, and then he saw all around him beings. Mm-hmm. And from, coming from him, I was like, wow. I mean, and he said he asked one of the guys, is a devotee or something there? And he said, yeah, yeah, they're here or something like this. And I thought, wow, this guy is saying this, who's not really into this kind of stuff. And it sort of made me think, well, well seeing, that was years ago. Seeing too. is believing. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't into all this stuff either. But I experienced it so many times. Yeah. Right. Starting when I was a kid, like yeah. like like Rudy. But you know, I ignored it, ignored it, ignored it. Then I became an alcoholic and a drug addict because because that was the only way I could deal yeah. with it. This was all unconscious behavior, but I was trying to shut the shut the spirits up and keep them out because I was I guess just it was it was too much. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when you have that sensitivity, it's like walking into a room of like blasting music, Gosh. you know, from 20 different speakers, 20 different bands playing all at once. And you fuck, shut up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I I took a liking to liquor and drugs yeah, because it gave me moments of uh, peace and comfort from all that noise, all that psychic noise. Now, well, can you describe that? I mean, you don't actually audibly hear it. So, what do you mean? You feel it. You feel it in your gut. You feel it in your nerves. You just feel it. You know, restless, irritable, discontent. Where is that coming from? Like I hear ringing in my ears on a regular basis. Like there's different tonal things that happen for me. There's also a thing. There's a thing just about the alcoholism. See. If you have a certain, I believe, if you have a certain genetic predisposition or a karmic or an ancestral predisposition to alcoholism, maybe it's part of your ancestral line, maybe it's, you know, just a karmic thing, it's a psychic thing. Mm -hmm. But if you have that, there are spirits wandering the earth. Generally, I believe these are spirits of people who died of alcoholism they died in a you know totally savage state, godless state, and they're wandering the earth because they 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 have no connection with the divine. So they wander the earth, thirsty. They're thirsty spirits, and they don't have a body, so they can't you know they can't partake of liquor. So what they do is they literally possess somebody who has this restless disposition Mm -hmm. and really needs a drink but they don't know they need a drink and they're like there's a horse for me to ride Mm -hmm. and they get in there and they 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 basically suggest hey you know let's have a beer oh i i want a beer or even when you get like blackout when your consciousness oh then they've taken over leaves completely, your body completely and i've seen it you see people drunk people yeah that are completely possessed so when i blacked possessed. out my mom would call me patricia because like i would be a completely different person when i was blackout i would say things to her 
that I had no recollection of saying, and that gets back to the, like, why it's called spirits thing, is that when you're, like, opening the door and welcoming in entities to live in your house, essentially, and, like, run the show in your consciousness. That's when you drink, you're saying? Well, not when you drink, but, like, when you black out, specifically. You're, like... Mm. giving up control well they're oh. partying they're partying see they need a body they yeah. don't they don't have a physical body but they're thirsty because they died with a drink in their hand or yeah. a fucking needle in their arm or a crack pipe or whatever and they're they carried that that addiction with them to the other side so now they're wandering the earth looking for somebody who could give them a hit mm-hmm. so they'll get into you and they will get their satisfaction through All your right. addiction. I got a new question for you. So Pat's like, I'm trying to find this video I saw yesterday I'm, I'm, of this girl talking about how alcohol it, al- it comes from the word alcohol. Oh yeah. 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 Demons. Yeah. yeah. Demons. It's well, an Arabic thing. Yeah. 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 What is it? It was like a really cool video on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. You want me to and I'm just you? trying to, f- I can't fucking, I don't even know how to search for anything. Well, I didn't save it and I don't know how to search for it on TikTok. I, it, it doesn't matter. Okay. We, meanwhile, I got a question. No, no, but. But we know what it is. It's, yeah. So when you find it, you well, play I mean, it for us. I, I, let me just finish. Oh. What I was trying to say. Oh, okay. Like, so. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what the word means. And then she was talking about spirits and how... Wait, alco hmm. means demon? Or demonic something like that. Yeah, yeah. like the demon within. Yeah. Or yeah. something. Some shit like that, yeah. Um, and I've actually read this. I read, I read the uh, whole thing a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, and like, I don't know. It's basically like, saying what we're saying. Yeah, but like also, like people that... that Drink like it's one thing to just drink. Um, oh, cool, I'm having fun drinking. It's another thing to be like so fucked. Well, not even possessed, but just like I don't know if it's possessed. Your definition might be different from mine, but like it's another thing to, to, to need to be to alter your state constantly, like we did, like for a long time. Mm-hmm. We we need it or want it a lot way more than a normal person. So what is that? What is the relationship with that and alcohol? Well, I totally equate alcoholism with spiritual possession. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. totally a hundred percent. Right. That's, that's what it is. Spiritual I mean, why does Alcoholics Anonymous rely or, or, on a spiritual program? It's, it's, it's not a self-help group. It's a, it's a, it's a group of spiritual principles. But it's also a, drugs, though, right? Drugs, too. Yeah, they're just the different portals, but yeah. they're, you know, all roads lead to hell. I got a question. So I feel like I got possessed after childhood traumas. Oh, I yes, feel like, multi-generational like I remember, abuse. I'm going to just tell you this little story here. Um, I remember after school, I used to walk home from school when I was really too little to be doing it. Yeah. And I got this kid from the neighboring junior high it convinced me to go to his fort, and you know he did his thing. And what I wanted to mean? say I wanted to say no, but he was older than me. And when you're little, older people seem like they're authority. Yeah. Oh god. But I remember from that day on. I don't know. I was in grammar school that I felt different from everybody mm-hmm. after that. Shame. Well, what did he? What was he doing? He just molested me. You know. 
You said that so casually. That's uh, well, well, hold on. Like, what do you mean? What did he? What did he actually? You want to hear the, all the gory details? No, I mean, there's. I mean, did he? Did he touch your? Dick? No. So did no, he, he got me to ass? take my clothes off. Mm. I mean, you don't need to go through. Just what did he do? He dry humped me and came on my underwear. Ew. Dry humped you. So he was. There was no penetration. So you were. I think fully, I had. I had my underwear on. So yeah. you were clothed. I had my underwear on. Okay. So. And then I went to tell my mom. And she just didn't get it. Okay, so I did like way more than that with yeah, other boys. If you're a willing participant, so that's you, one thing. So, so you were like not down, or you were just no? Like, I felt like he was an authority, and I couldn't. Mm. He was manipulating me. I was not down mm. at all. Um, what, what did he come on your clothes? On my underwear and my tidy whities. Well, yeah, I, 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 I think that we throw that word around a lot, molestation, rape, and I think that, I don't know, personally, I could be told. I didn't think of it as rape. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I just think that, like, I could be wrong. I think that having sexual anything done to you when you're an unwilling participant can cause trauma and is not good. Well, did you However, hold on, let me finish. However, I think that being raped or molested should, that should be different than like what happened to you. Oh, what do you call it then? Just like sexual abuse or like, I think being actually, I didn't, I don't know. I feel like there should be a distinction between like rape you and know, like molestate, like that's when you actually get. Did you ever meet an alcoholic or any dysfunctional person that that did not have some traumatic event in their right. background? I mean, it also you know. Even- I do. I do. Same. I was willing, but I was I was exploring. But I also remember certain things with like babysitters where I wasn't I wasn't necessarily willing, but I was like, all right, like I didn't really That's know. So fucked up. I don't think it was fucked up actually. But I don't really I don't know. I feel like people use that and they put too much on it. Yeah, and they, well, they I'll they tell you a story yeah, about a friend. Definitely do. Yeah, I mean, thank you. I trauma. Don't like yeah. Trauma is when you know you're sitting in the crack house and. <laughs> And and somebody comes walks in and blows the right. guy's head off. That's you know you just took the pipe from, or or maybe and what, the brains are you all over through, your fucking you know. Yeah, but also being molested, or raped, or repeatedly by family member. That's also really fucked up. That's but yeah. like you know having like little weird. But having sexual- somebody pinch you on the ass, right. I, I'm sorry, that is not right. fucking trauma. That's kind of trauma a- is being in war and having your buddies head blown off next to you well yeah that's trauma well but but also you know or being tortured you know i don't think mm-hmm. that we're like i mean i think it's a bit relative electrodes. i think it's a, it's kind of relative some people can go through some shit and they don't seem fucked up true. and some you take their candy bar away and they're scarred true. for life this is true but, and but, that's mostly like liberal americans but trauma is also <laughs> but trauma I, I think also like being tied up and raped or there are also a lot of sexual things that can be like very traumatic and, and, and I could even imagine what that would be like. But what I went through wasn't really 
it was just like young child, like people experimenting and just fucking around. But it's true what Billy said. I mean, but I think a lot of other relative, but I think a lot of other people like what you're saying would, would, would have been through the same thing I went through and they will, and they will go through their whole life using that and saying that that was some traumatic thing and they've been sexually and they, and they, and that it gives well, people them, love their trauma right? because uh, it yeah. gives well, them, for you one, know, it a, did change for me. me. It gives them an excuse to be a fucking dick. You know, a lot of times I don't feel any one person is qualified to define what's really traumatic for another because That's everyone is going through like a, it, it's a case by case basis. True. Right. No, yeah. I was just I was disagreeing with. No, no, but but you're misunderstanding me. Uh, no, I saying, wasn't questioning what you said. Uh, but 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 just to clarify, what I'm saying is that you can take someone's candy bar and it could be traumatic for them. Yeah. But it's not molestation. It's not rape. It's not sexual abuse. No. In their mind. So I think people throw these words around and it's not fair to the people who have actually experienced I can agree with that. those things. I can agree with that. Let's keep it fucking real here. Yeah, no, I, I But I mean, I'm definitely not saying that you were. Well, whatever it was, yeah, I was different no, 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 but from I'm not that even, point on. You were. You, whatever you said is correct. I'm I, just saying. What do you want to call it? I don't care. You were uncomfortable I, 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 and your safe space was eliminated I and that was traumatic for you. I think it does matter what you call it. I was it. manipulated. Yeah. That that's a good word. That's a good word for it. And me. you were changed ever since that. I remember being it. on the schoolyard and just feeling like dirty. Not who I was before. I used to be a little badass. I would get in fights and shit. Whoa. Yeah, and and from that it just changed. I didn't feel like I was a part of. I can't like remember. So I'm just wondering did a demon. It, I mean, you could think of it in those terms. You could. Right. Like maybe something entered. Who knows? Something, I'm just exploring ideas. Like well, if you became an alcoholic, Robbie, he just sat right next to John. He always picks like the, like the new, the, most, the newest person. Like, yeah. Someone who's never been here before ever, he goes right up to them and he's like, but he wants to make them before. comfortable. I don't know. I've been here before. I think this he is does. Actually, well, no, no, you have been here before. This but- dog's my pal. I don't know if you remember. You weren't here that week. During the meeting, he came and he curled up yeah. under my no, leg. But also and during. And he just sat there all the whole meeting. But also during the pretty much the whole wow. last podcast you did, I feel like the whole podcast, he was just right next to you. Yeah. You were like petting him the whole time, if I remember correctly. Wow. No, he's my pal. Yeah. <laughs> That's, we, we gotta, we're kindred spirits. I, I, here's one thing that I want to talk about a little bit, right? Billy, what we were, me and Danielle were talking about this the other night because we were watching Kanye <laughs> doing this interview with Joe Rogan. I was just watching that today. I so had no you, idea who this dude was. <laughs> I was just, I was doing housework and shit. And I like to listen to podcasts when I'm doing mindless shit at home. Yeah. And so I just was like, oh, Joe Rogan, he's all right. And I put on Joe Rogan. Yeah. And it was just this dude talking. And I wasn't even seeing him. I'm just listening. And uh-huh. I'm doing the dishes uh-huh. and cleaning shit out of the cabinets. And I'm hearing this conversation. It's going on for hours and hours. And I'm like, this dude's interesting, man. And then he starts talking about, God. yeah, because I'm a fucking superstar, rock star, you know, real famous 
And I was like, who the fuck is this right, guy? Right, right, right. He is really famous. Well, I had no idea who he was, but he's a man of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like talking some real truth and yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. And I was like, wow, this dude's pretty cool. Who Yo, is he? I, I had so... no idea who he was. Yeah. I don't listen to you know media or anything. You know? and That's then so I, cool. On the way over here, I asked Big Paul, hey, you ever hear this guy... Uh, Something or other, you know, and he was like, oh, yeah, that dude's like, a, you know, big deal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Kardashian, I mean, you know, I mean, so, some some would argue that he's maybe the most influential. What do you think, Greg? Kanye's got to be at least in the top three most influential human beings. No alive. fucking way. Like not just in the music industry. And the, the, and the cool the, the thing that I'm excited about is that he's he's running for president. Well, Kanye 2020. <laughs> I don't think he can. No, he can and he is, but he won't win. But, but, but. No, I mean, I think he said something about like he registered too point. late or something. Well, oh. you, now you have to do it special. You have to like write it in or something. Oh. You, know, is, is, did you have he? to write his name on your ballot. He's on your ballot. You saw him. Okay, so he is. But, 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 but. But he's like kind of like, he's kind of like okay with Trump, you know? He's yeah. okay with everything. That, that's Which the thing. Is, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it, man. I'm okay everything. with Trump. Right, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm okay with all human... Well, No, I'm not okay with fucking reptilian agenda. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not okay well, with I mean, the fucking New World Order. I'm not okay with the fucking yeah. Chi-Coms. I'm not okay with fucking censorship, oppression, and fucking genocide. I'm not fucking okay with that shit. Yeah, Want to get into adrenochrome and multi-generational not in, not, abuse? Not whole, interested in that. No, shit. I mean like just talking about it. Yeah, let's talk let's about talk it. About let's it. fucking well, talk about it. Hold on, dude. We're going down the rabbit hole. Down we go. Hold on. I, I wasn't... <laughs> he wasn't done. I wasn't even able to say what I wanted to say. Okay. So Kanye is talking to Joe. <laughs> He's waiting for another fist bump. Oh. We'll, we'll, we'll go there. I, I, just, I just wanted to say that, that, that Kanye was talking about demons and some yeah. people being possessed. And me and, mm-hmm. me and Danielle started kind of, I, I guess you would say, maybe arguing a little bit about it because... Were you the pro or the con is what I want to know. It's not that simple. And that's what I love about Kanye and the way he was describing things is, is, and I think the reason, one of the reasons that he wore the MAGA hat and, and met with Trump and was like, he, he will be, will, because he was like, yo, you think I'm supposed to be this guy in this box, this rap, hip hop, anti, but I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to think free. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Not gonna, it was, cool. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like, just assume or follow the sheep. Yeah. And he's at, and my whole thing with that was like when, when, when he was doing that a while back, I was kind of like, yo, that's kind of dope. Like he's going to the president and trying to affect change. What else are you going to do? Complain and argue and talk shit? Or are you going to go and see if maybe you can get through to this person or, Get on a, the same page or find some similarities. Like all Rudy was talking, I just recently kind of went on like a little bit of a rant on social media and kind of got in trouble for it. Mm. What did you, you rant about? Um, white privilege. Mm-hmm. White privilege, Donald Trump, uh, us being divided as families and friends because of our political opinions, getting canceled because... Someone doesn't oh, agree with you. Yeah. Not well, being able to say your opinion without well, getting raked over the cold. Well, one of my friends like texted me uh, that I'm like, you know, 
of lesser intelligence for even considering Trump to like be a human and not some demon. Yeah, because these people are fucking mind controlled and brainwashed yeah. by the uh, fucking corporate media right. uh-huh. that's owned by fucking China and they don't even know it. China. So, so I kind of went on a little bit of a rant and I'm like, I don't really know much. I don't, I don't, I definitely don't have as strong of a, an opinion as you just because I don't know for sure anything. But that's smart. Yeah. That yeah. You, you have an opinion that is open yeah. to yeah. more information and, before and, and, you. Yeah. And I have like, it. I have friends and people I work with who have different opinions and I want to hear what they're saying and, I'll read and look at all the shit from a from a place of humility, and I I don't want to attach my ego to any um, to anything because I know that whatever I see, I only believe half of it. If I see it with my eyes, I believe half of it, and if I hear it, I don't believe any of it. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just kind of like, all I really know to be true is that God exists with our relationships to one another, and. And, um, you know, love grows from forgiveness and (laughs) these spiritual principles are how we should be living our life. That's all I really know for sure. But I was kind of arguing with Danielle. I was like, you know, I think it's dangerous throwing around words like possessed and demon because if, if, if someone's possessed by a demon, you might justify murdering or killing them rather than trying to get the demon out and fix or help this person to grow. Mm. And that's where I'm concerned. I'm concerned with like, okay, this person's possessed by a demon or in my words, they're in a lot of fear. They have a lot of trauma. They're uh, sick, right? How can we help that person to get better? And I think all people have the potential to get better. Um, So, if you just simplify it by saying, oh, this person's a fucking demon, then it's like... No, it's not the person is a demon. The person is sick. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Person is, the person is suffering from a spiritual malady, okay? Because every spiritual malady must manifest itself in a physical manifestation mm-hmm. or yeah. in a mental illness or some sort of material world manifestation. So, but it all starts in the spirit world and people, you know, in this godless culture, people don't want to even consider that, yeah. you know, they're, they're like, Oh, you, that's fucking voodoo, witch doctors, all this fucking, you know, Western, you know, left brain bullshit. But the fact is that every illness, every disease, every malady has a root in the spirit world. And that's the only place it could be healed. And the proof positive of that is what Alcoholics Anonymous has manifested over the last, what, 70 years or something? You know, AA started with two fucking drunks talking about their fucking weird shit together in a room. And next thing you know, it's the fastest growing spiritual movement in the history of fucking mankind. Mm. You know, it's all over the world. It's healed and, 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 and made whole you know, millions of people, and for every one of those millions of alcoholics that is recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, their recovery has touched the lives of countless others. So, you know, it's, it's like this, this tsunami of light just sweeping over the fucking planet, man. Yeah. And it is based in spirit. Yeah. It's not, in Alcoholics Anonymous, we don't tie you down on a fucking, 
table and fucking inject shit into you. It's by choice. It, it's, well, it's by choice. Uh, it's by choice, which comes from a tremendous beating. Mm-hmm. You know, you're beat into you're submission. Beat into well, submission. it's like almost the last option. Yeah, you're if you like, don't want to die, you're almost like you well, even you together. do want to die, but you don't, and so here you are. Yeah, what are you but gonna nine do? out of ten alcoholics would rather die in the gutter than submit to you know a Still, god, yeah, some higher authority. What they, they would how rather, do they explain that in the book? The choice of having a spiritual solution or dying a miserable alcoholic death can be a hard one or something yeah, like that. Exactly. I'm not even really sure I want to be sober right now. Yeah. I was discussing that with Wickham earlier today. I was well, like, you might need to go out. And I like, experiment some more. Uh, no, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to die. I'm going to kill myself with my alcoholism. And it's sort of like. Most alcoholics, most well, alcoholics would rather die in the fucking gutter with a fucking dick up their ass than get sober. I have so <laughs> many things I want to do though. Like, like what? That you couldn't be sober and do. No, no, no. That's, that's not no, what saying. I'm saying that if I, if I was drunk then I couldn't do the things that I want to do. Yeah. So I'm making the choice to, to get better. Like, but, it, yeah. but I was at my wit's end. It needs know? to come from a desire to just be free of alcohol and drugs. I don't know where it comes well, from. The desire generally comes, the desire, that desire in most successful recoveries comes from a thorough fucking beating. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to watch it's you like, get beat. You're not even recovered from your last beating. No, I'm not. Can we get into um, <laughs> to adrenochrome and like, uh-huh. you know, monarch mind control programs? Take it away. Okay, so have you read Transformation of America by Kathy O'Brien? I read it 20 years ago. That's how long I've been studying this shit. Okay, well, you got several years on me because I was born 24 years ago. But um, Transformation of America is a book. Kathy O'Brien. It's ca- by She's Kathy a O'Brien. fucking hero. Triumph of the human spirit yes. there, man. So Anybody this is a documentary. read that book. Totally. Go buy it. Order it on Amazon. You know, like. It's spelled trance. Like, like T-R-A-N-C-E. No, T-R-A. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then formation. Trance-formation of America. So the description of this book is. It's a documented autobiography of a victim of a government mind control program, Kathy O'Brien. She is the only vocal and recovered survivor from a central intelligence agency, MKUltra Project Monarch Mind Control Operation. So for those of you that aren't familiar with the Monarch Mind Control Program or MKUltra, it's um, a brainwashing program that was implemented by the CIA and it involves hallucinogenic drugs LSD LSD um they were using it on prisoners in, they also in, put in prison like chips in your Charles brain Charles Manson was MK Ultra there are so many people who are yes. like and this actually falls into Have the entertainment industry as well that? no sorry no but I I knew Manson you did personally personally uh, were you a follower? I was never a follower, but I was involved with the Manson family when I was a teenager. Okay, so 
when he before he was even before any of the Sharon Tate. No, I was. There's a new book you got. I can't remember. Joe Rogan had the guy on. Oh, I saw that. He spent 20 years making the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that interview, and I, I, I do want to read that. Pretty convincing coming from this guy because he made it his life's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to read that book actually. Jonathan, can you eloquently describe what the benefits of the entertainment industry or the elites of our country, of our world, are of adrenochrome and, like, extracting the adrenal gland? Like, how would you describe that in your own words? Well, first of all... I can't because I don't have first-hand experience with it, so I can't describe it Then if you had to speculate... I could speculate. Uh, well, here, before you do that, do you believe that's a thing? A oh, real thing? fuck yeah, I believe it. Well, then that's, okay. that's where I'm getting at. Like, can you explain it as eloquently well, as possible well, from what you speculate about it? Well, there's entities that attach themselves to human beings. Most of the time, mostly multi-generational people, abuse, whether yeah. you be, like, spiritual, like, Cherokee, people who come from, like extremely spiritual backgrounds. Um, This I don't know. So it it comes from like hereditarily, if you're from like an Indian family, like I have Cherokee in my family and I'm also Polish and there are certain things like it's multi-generational abuse. And I mean, I'm a firm believer that I have some personal experience with it myself. I'm not going to get into that though because I don't want people to fucking... Yeah, you know, but like, oh come on! Do you really want me to get into yeah. it? Not yet, not yet. Okay. Well, specific, specifics are always good when telling stories. Okay. Like well. my books, everything is very specific. There's, you know, when I write, I don't, I don't, I show, I don't tell. Okay. Well, somebody, when I was very young, from age six to age thirteen. So a large part of my adolescent life, I was given certain supplements that I believe put me in a mind-altering state. And then I was made to listen to um, hypnotism on a regular basis. And I was also abused who on subje- a regular Who subjected you to this? I'm going to leave that. But it was somebody very close to you? A family member. Yeah. And um, it wasn't just some. Random. No, it wasn't just a random person. And I believe that this person was, let's not say blackmailed into ah. selling me into this program. Uh-huh. There's a lot of that. But I think that this person got caught doing something that they shouldn't have, probably having to do with right. pornography, something right. like that. Yeah. And they said, if you don't want to go to jail, yeah. you sell Yeah your child that is the most yep. empathetic into this program. Oh, yeah. Blackmail is a big part of their uh, protocol. Yeah. So it happens in families, and that's actually what happened to... Um, that's how they get all these politicians... Christy ...to Allen. do what the fuck they want them to do. It's all about, like, they've acquiring got dirt blackmail. They've yeah. got dirt on them. They've got, you know, kitty porn. They've got, like, you know, weird, like, closet weird shit that they don't want known and so that's either the initial who's thing they? the the politicians have like all no, kinds no, of but who's the they that has them dirt on them the, the deep state the deep state the uh the cia 
you know beyond the cia it's like a so it's a government agency a lot of it is well you know it's a sub it's a secret government it's the government behind the curtain yeah big brother if you will it's it's the shadow government but it's an organization a group. You know, a great teacher about this stuff. I mean, I always, like, when I'm asked about this kind of stuff, I always refer people to my teachers, you know. David Icke is an amazing teacher. You know who that is, right? Yeah. David Icke is just the most incredible. I think he's probably the most important voice on this planet today. I want to know more world. about your experience with the Manson family. Well, I wrote a book that goes into that pretty heavily, and it was, you know... It's all part of like a whole weird confluence of circumstances that, you know, when you weave it all together, it just, it, it, it's just part of my destiny. It was part of my journey through this life. I didn't spend a lot of time with the Manson family. I, I was kind of in and out of there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it definitely later in my life, looking back on it and writing these books, I realized how that association tied into so many other weird circumstances in my life that it was all woven together in this this, this surreal tapestry that uh, you know sort of forms my 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 story so let know? me let me ask you a question so my parents used to ride horses up there too and they they would be greeted by the Manson family and like they just said they just were like hippies. Yeah. Were they just like a hippie group that was hanging out up in Santa Susana or Well, something? my experience with them was exactly that. I was like, you know, 16-year-old kid, you but know, y- dropping acid. You're a firm believer that Charles Manson was an MK Ultra mind control slave. Though. It's pretty... It, well, I don't know if he was a slave. Mm. I mean, there's so many different well, from stories that, about how that all came from, about. From that po- from that book, he says he would go to prison, get in jail, and he would just get out, get out card free cards from some higher officials. Right. No, you got to let him go. Yeah, because they wanted to create this situation, hmm. this whole thing. the halter skelter. Well, because I wrote about no, this. No, I, you got to listen to this podcast. It's a Joe dude, Rogan one. It's not I too wrote old. about this. I wrote about this, and basically, what it was was a gang of murderous hippies. You got to understand. In the '60s, see, I, I, I was a teenager in the '60s, and in the '60s, there was a massive split in America politically. There was the Vietnam War and there was you know the, the military industrial complex you know making loads of money off the Vietnam War of just you know also slaughter I mean it's it's literally modern sacrifice. Oh, sweet boy. It's blood sacrifice. They send these kids off to war to die and it's a blood sacrifice that satisfies these malevolent entities. Yeah? Yeah. So you know, the Vietnam War was very valuable to the powers that shouldn't be on many, many levels. It because was, it was feeding these it negative It was feeding entities. these negative entities, and it was also, it was also making them, you know, oodles of, of money. Yeah. You know, the military-industrial complex was making money. The entities that feed off, you know, torture and fear and death and suffering were enormously happy. So, you know, there was a, there was a, a big vested interest in keeping the Vietnam War as, as bloody and as drawn out and as horrible as they possibly could. And on the other side, you had these liberal hippies, you know. Liberal used to be a good thing, by the way. 
before it it was co-opted by fucking fascists. Okay, (laughs) so, you know, uh, so back then you had these liberal thinking, do-gooding kind of hippie people that wanted to stop the war. There was massive protests in the streets all over the country. The country was divided. And, you know, the CIA had a vested interest in, in trying to stifle all this protest, but it was a popular movement. It was going on. It was happening. It was in the streets. You know, people were like, this country was split right down the middle. I mean, I remember the protests. Thousands of people in the streets, man. So the CIA came up with a brilliant plot. We get a fucking hippie Mm -hmm. to go on a bloodthirsty murder spree with a bunch of hippies. These are the same hippies that are protesting the Vietnam War. So once the hippies are associated with this horrible massacre, horrible thing, that's going to discredit. It was basically, you know, like a psyop, a psychological operation to discredit the anti-war movement, which was huge Mm -hmm. in the 60s. Didn't Manson as well, like, study... L. Ron Hubbard and All also Alistair Crowley. All so he had a very above. strong background All of that. in mind, mind control. control. Yeah. But like, where well, does that what, desire what come from to like absorb? He was taught how to do it by the CIA. He was taught. He was okay. taught. Yeah, he was a CIA operative. So Jonathan, what like really sold you on this idea? Because I, like for me, I my firm belief comes from like personal experience. But what really made you like be like, oh shit, this is real? A lot of things. Did you, I like, mean, see something? Or? I've seen a lot of things. I grew up in a family of Hollywood royalty, okay? Okay, you, you get it then. So, I mean, yeah, my, my mother was part of the early LSD experiments. You know, she was a total alcoholic. You know, She sounds like she was part of MK then as well. She was. And, and that's... Uh, hereditary, and her so you have that as well. was dating the, 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 the scientist Gottlieb who was the, who was basically the MK Ultra guy? Yeah. I mean that was close to my family, so I mean Shit. I grew up around this stuff, but I didn't know anything about it until I you know was much much older. Well, because when okay, I watched this movie like over the summer, and it's called Ready or Not, and it's about the elites and the very strange practices that they have, and this elite family that they basically own the way that they made most of their money was through like board games and whatnot. And they made a, a Faustian contract where they like sold their souls to, to make this money. So there's one scene in the movie where the son is like confronting his mother because he does not want to have to do the sacrificial shit that they have to do in order to maintain their Faustian contract. And um, he says, when you grow up around these things, you don't recognize that they're off or that they're strange until, you know, somebody else says something or like maybe one day while someone's like slitting the throat of a lamb it clicks for you that maybe not all families do that. But when you're exposed to yeah, it sure. from very young age, like it's not of strange to you. Of course. So like 
it was just like normal yeah. for the things that were going around. It's normal, and at the same time, it is so perverse and it's so repugnant that the human spirit if it rejects it. it. It rejects it automatically. I mean, I didn't. I felt dirty like ninety percent of my childhood, and well, I blocked I a lot of it out. Horror, just abject horror. Like and where your heart's not... in your ass. Yeah, all well, the that's time. why I started drinking and became an alcoholic. You know, I mean, I, same. You know, because because I could not stand the reality of my circumstances yeah. and all I wanted to do was get as far the fuck away. I immigrated to fucking Brazil when I was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I fucking left the country when I was like 18 and hitchhiked, you know, through Mexico with no money until, you know, I ended up in this port town and shipped out, got work on a ship and ended up in Brazil and jumped mm-hmm. off the ship in Brazil and said, this is it. I'm immigrating to this country and mm-hmm. became a Brazilian citizen, you know, because I wanted nothing to do with my family of origin, my country of origin, of any of that. I understand. And I only came back here, you know, many, 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 many years later as a sober man. When you were you know, ready to when face I, When it. I had to go and face all the demons, and that's what I've been doing ever since. Jesus. You know, written many books about it and I've you know had to do you know deep you know healing work and you know will you list your your books so people can go yeah buy you and just, read them? Jonathan Shaw is my name and you can uh, find my books on Amazon I've got an author's page uh, one book is called uh, scab vendor confessions of a tattoo artist uh, that you know, you'll find that, and then you can find all my other books from there. But uh, you know, that book was a deep archaeological dig into the circumstances of my existence, really. Which you know, I would have never written a book. I certainly didn't write a book, you know, several books, to make money because there's no money in that. But I did it literally to save my soul because mm. I had to, you know, I had to find some creative expression for all the fucked up shit that, you know, happened in my life, I had to take that shit and convert it into something useful. First for myself, and then maybe for somebody else. I don't know, but... uh, I mean, I'm definitely finding it cathartic to talk to somebody who has a similar experience to me, because, I mean, most of the time I walk around feeling like I'm just fucking insane. No, there's a lot of people that... (laughs) that can relate to this stuff more and more because, you know, this is the time of the apocalypse and the apocalypse means the lifting of the veil. So that everything that was in shadows is is being exposed to Mm -hmm. light. You know, this is the Kali Yuga. This is the great destruction of all illusion, all hidden agendas, all the bullshit is going, you know, up in smoke. The age of Aquarius. So the apocalypse. Apocalypse is not the end of the world. It's no. just the exposing of falsities. Well, that that would that would that would I connotate mean, the, the end, end of the world for anybody who's it. attached as we know it. to the it's illusions. The end of the world yeah. that we know because it's, it's a new world, the world of illusion order. But I always <laughs> thought that was a bad thing—a new world order. Maybe it's a good thing. Well, well, I mean, if you want to get into like age of. Aquarius, which is essentially what we're living in right now. It's, it's like... You could say the New World Order, which is definitely a bad thing. Yeah. But the New Age, which is what, you know, all these New Age types... And by the way, that's also been heavily co-opted by, 
nefarious so the new world order entities. Essentially, yeah, yeah it's just all semantics so we know that like there's the darkness we know there's light mm-hmm. anything that starts off positive and grows seems to be commandeered by Absol- immediately if not sooner or perverted in the process of immediately if not sooner look at black lives look yeah, at black lives not matter what it once was black lives matter i mean of course black lives matter that's a great thing uh, you know nobody should you know hurt black people or any people so black lives matter yeah right on and then you know you've got like a billionaire nazi george soros taking you know they go where the money is they follow the money and you will know they go where the influence is and anything that's going to have a large amount of power and influence that like he was saying they hop on the train far before but here's the thing that irks me about it so if someone comes up to you and says hey does black lives matter I don't want to say yes because it's not what it was. It's like, no, I'm not going to kneel to your fucking power over me because I won't say that. Oh, you know what I'm saying? No, of course. Of I, it's course. Like, no, but they're very clever. They're beyond clever. They're genius. And they are genius. It's not Their helping. strategies are, you know, Machiavellian strategies are fucking well thought out. They have a, they're not stupid. And it's so easy. That's why it's so easy for very few to control the many. You know, it's like the the sheepdog and the fucking flock of sheep. You got 500 sheep and you got one German shepherd goes, and all the sheep get in line. If those 500 sheep said, wait a minute, you know. We're not having this. Fuck you. And they turn on that fucking dog. They, they would st- trample the fucking thing. Rami knows that this is hard for us to talk Aww. about. He knows that it's like not. Well, he's not a sheep dog, but yeah, no, he's related. He knows that like. He's a cousin. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he went to set by you. I mean, it's really. You know, I was going to say that. <laughs> no, I was just saying he knows that it's kind It. I mean, this is the first time I've ever talked about my personal experience with the deep state like and had it recorded so why don't don't you tell us a little bit more about that experience you ever listen to i'm sorry wait did you ever listen to uh, laura eisenhower i believe so it's just next okay expand upon it she's amazing i've listened to christy allen Laura Eisenhower is the great-granddaughter of Dwight D. Eisenhower, who was president when I was born. Okay. Yeah, I think I have... He's the guy that, when he was leaving the office of president, Mm -hmm. he got up and gave this heroic speech where he said, there's a great danger in this country that I want to warn you about. And he basically talked about the military-industrial complex, Mm -hmm. and he talked about the deep state. And... You know, he, he waited until he was leaving the presidency so he wouldn't be assassinated, I Didn't guess. Didn't he say that in a speech? It was like a it was globally his... televised speech, and he said something about the New World Order. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kennedy's another one that tried to warn people. He really did, it, especially about, like, the secret space program and the public all space program. Shit. I mean, NASA is all wrapped up in this shit all as well. All of it, all of it. So... No, there's a lot going on. But Laura Eisenhower is interesting because she's the great-granddaughter of Dwight D. Eisenhower, mm-hmm. who was, you know, this hero kind of president, uh, decorated four-star general mm-hmm. before he became president. Like, you know, 
I don't know much about him because I was like three years old or something, but but his great-granddaughter is connected to him genetically, yeah. and she's become this incredible sort of channel, like, like talk about spirit guides, like her mm-hmm. great-grandfather is her guide, and is, 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 she's exposing a lot of stuff, like a lot of stuff. See, I'm a cult legacy on both sides. Like, one side is a 33rd degree or higher Freemasonry, and then the other side is, like, all the way up in, in Knights of Columbus. Whoa. So on both sides, it's, like, wow. hereditary, multi-generational wow. abuse. Wow. Shit. And, you know, like, I mean... These are things that have come up later in life, but I remember being taken all these military bases wow. and um, even riding on this underground train from like one side of the country to the other in these leather seats wearing like a white jumpsuit and they would like sedate me and I would ride on this train, you know, but I would be drugged up like a lot of the time. Holy shit. So it's just like, I have these things flash up yeah, and they come up. And I also have this other memory. I'm sure you're very familiar with the most dangerous game hunts that happen with the elites. I had this memory come up, I think when I was like 1920 and that's when I started drinking a lot to start to just repress what was coming up. I have this memory of running through is somewhere in the North. I assume it was Michigan, which Michigan was where a lot of these, a lot of these programs take place, you know, because there are elites up there. Um, I was running through the woods in these birch trees without shoes. And these birch trees were marked by blood. Wow. And I was running and not screaming. Ever since I was like very young, when I get scared, I get very quiet and I get very quick. That's how I respond to trauma. But I had to pull this wooden crisscross gate off of a house and crawl underneath this house and pull the gate back too. And I stayed there until the sun came up in the morning. Wow. And then they told me that I could come out because it was over. Whoa. Wow. So. <laughs> yeah. Those are the things that are coming up. And it's. Well, let it come because it, it needs to come up. You need to purge all that shit. I'm only 14 days Sober, well, like without this is what's going to come up. Weed. This is what's going to come up. This is what's going to come up. It's incredibly painful. It's incredibly, it's excruciating. I've been sober 20 years. I'm almost in disbelief. My that it's first happening. year of sobriety was like pulling teeth without anesthesia all day, every day. Guess what? I'm so grateful for that today. I'm so grateful because I purged so much fucking venom and poison through that process that would have killed me and not, not, not just physically, but spiritually, mm-hmm. like just would have just annihilated everything. I mean, whatever pain and suffering that I went through to get to where I am now is like nothing, nothing compared to the pain and suffering that I would experience for all eternity if I hadn't have done this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's what I was telling you a couple of weeks ago. You know, it's like... I mean, it's saving me to a certain degree. No, you have no idea. You don't even know. I mean, I don't know what the ramifications are if you for had me any not idea, cleansing this out. If you had any idea how much poison is in you 
that is going to be purged from you spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally through this recovery process. If you had any idea right now how much poison you, you have at this point in your recovery, your, your brain would explode. I mean, I'm taking it, it. They say that your brain only allows you to remember what you can handle and yeah, what you can process. That's the merciful part. So that's what's going on. I, I, I can't remember whole things. It comes, it, it's it comes organically. Pieces. It comes homeopathically. It comes as it comes, you know, and it's going to come as you, as and when you are ready to confront each demon, each dose of poison, as you're ready to purge the next dose. It's an ongoing thing. So None, do you have memories or did you have memories come up like God, that? My God, the downloads were like beyond anything I could have possibly, you know, created without divine intervention. The downloads, when they came, it was like, you, you know, like the Matrix, you know, that, that all those letters and numbers, it was just like, and me, I became a the channel for thing. this shit. But for me, it was the woods thing and the the hypnotism and the the twist of Dude, you have no idea religion how, because people used you were so rich though you were so rich all this all of this stuff that you're carrying that you are purging that you're gonna recover from all of this stuff is your treasure trove, man, by which yeah. you could you could help because so fact- many people to recover. You could help this world to heal. You could be a, a real... I mean, people need to know about this because brainwashing is like a sliding scale. It goes from like the personal things, but then it's like, it's media. <clears throat> it's like, everything. it's what we hear. It's what we see. It's, it's what we level. breathe. It's what we eat. It's everything. like everything, everything is poison. Everything. So Everything. It's, it's like that Tim and Eric song that's like, all the food is poison, all the food is poison. And it's like, it's so strange because that's like a joke show. Yeah. But it's so literal. It's Chemicals. like everything is fucked. Everything. This, this world, this society, this social structure, this, this system, what the Rastas call the shitstem, <laughs> is upside down. Good is bad. Bad is good. Mm-hmm. You know, right is wrong, wrong is right. It's like whatever. It's the inverse. It's got to be. Whatever they're saying is an exact photo negative of, 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 of the truth. It's the exact opposite. So when they, you know, I mean, you know, it's an old saying. I mean, to be, to be well adjusted in an insane world is not a good thing. So what <laughs> was your most dangerous game experience? Yours. Mine was fucking heroin addiction. Okay. Yeah. Self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. But to, familial, what you were running away from. Oh, my God. You know, just incredible violence. Not perpetrated against me, but I, I mean, by the time I was, you know, 15 years old, I'd witnessed two suicides, one homicide. This is all in my immediate family. Jesus Christ. You know, I mean, witnessed. Like, yeah, and that was like, wow. Something inside of me was like, you know, of course I was attached to these people. It's my mother. It's my father. It's my, you know, caregivers, my aunts, my uncles. It's like everybody in my family. Mm-hmm. Completely dysfunctional, violent, insane. 
you know, I personally witnessed two suicides and one homicide. Was it ever sacrificial? You know, it's always sacrificial on some level. Yeah. Because there's always some entity attached to those, you know, happenings. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it like what you're talking about? What you experienced? No. Nah. Not on the not on the surface, but spiritually, yeah. Spiritually, fuck yeah. Same thing. So you know, of course, I you know I had to endure that growing up, and that's uh, what I wanted. There was, a, you know, I mean, of course, I had an attachment to these people, which split my consciousness into like almost this schizophrenic. And it creates amnesic barriers. See, I have like passive borderline, yeah. so I have disassociative identity disorder. That's why sometimes when you're talking to me. I come across either really adult or very childlike because there are these different alters. I've sure, noticed, alters. I've noticed yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. You. I have alters. Wow. So you're like a I little have, kid, or you're just like for those who don't know what four-year-old. So like, alters, what? Wow. alters is is like the yeah. definition of alters is is if you honeycomb a mind and you traumatize a child from a very young age they split into you different split personalities. your consciousness yeah. and it creates these amnesic barriers where your alters. consciousness yep. they don't know about each other and i didn't realize that i had them Whoa. until like you know 1920 and then i started being like why do i what is this physical personality and emotional switch that I'm doing where sometimes I'm a child, other times I'm a woman, other times I'm sexual, you know, like, and, and they're so, it's like black, white, and red. If I had to assign colors to my alters, they're like different people. So how did you, how did you go from all that to like learning about Kathy O'Brien and reading her book and suddenly discovering all this fucked up shit that was, cause up until then you sort of was just like, well, this is life, right? Yeah. I mean, I accepted it as my reality. Right. And then, so how did you go from I think that probably to by divine intervention. Ha-ha. I think that God, my spirit guide, whoever you want to, you yeah, know, yeah. give credit to was like, I'm going to throw you this bone and I stumbled across the information. And then I was like, I am a walking recorder. I can remember shit in its entirety because of the amnesic barriers. I can remember entire sales pitches. Like I, I was a CAD cam engineer from, 19 to 21 I was designing engagement rings on AutoCAD software and working for the the fine jewelry industry I would hear my boss give like 35 minute long sales pitches once and then I'd turn around and I'd do the exact same thing and then I'd sell things things. I have a photographic memory as well but when I was getting fucked up on weed and alcohol and you know, everything. I, I was like, you wanted it, to kill that. It dulled everything. Yeah. You wanted to kill that. I, I didn't want, I didn't want to like be associated with the positive benefits of what had happened in my mind and my right. adolescent years. But then when I got given this information, I was like, wow, how powerful is this shit? Mm-hmm. I can't continue to 
to condemn what's happened to me instead of use it for a positive. For sure. You know? For sure. It's insane. For sure. I mean, some of the bravest, most eloquent, most powerful people in the world that I have learned from and listened to are people who have experienced that extreme levels of abuse and trauma and because it, it either makes you or breaks you and you know the broken ones you know they're they're the walking wounded that we see in the streets you know in the tents homeless and the ones that die and are looking and for vessels that, to run yeah those wandering spirits but the ones that triumph by by the grace of god over these circumstances they become the most powerful teachers and healers I mean, fucking lights, like, so bright, like blinding lights, you know, so, you know. I'm on my way to figuring it out. Like, I'm, I think that in the exploration of it, I mean, I I never know enough. I really don't think anyone who experiences this can really know enough about, you know, like, your consciousness getting split and programmed and hypnotism and trauma, like, you could I could never find enough information about it. Anytime I hear anyone who just like even touches slightly on it, I'm just like, give me all your Good. information. Good. That's why I'm so curious about you. Good. David Icke? Have you studied with, have you learned from David Icke? All these names you're saying are so familiar to oh me, but like there, I have my favorites. Yeah. You know, well, that I think I've David Icke would be one of your favorites. I, I believe I've. David, he's British. I believe I've listened to brilliant, him. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Speak. Yeah. I mean, he's, he gets up on a stage and speaks for fucking 10 hours straight without taking a piss, without a drink of water. He's just like, he's That's totally, what you do. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, like my ability to just like go and go and go and go. I'll work like 10 hour days. Yeah, yeah. I won't fucking eat. Yeah. All day. Yeah. And, you know, like, the trauma, I know, ties into, like, a lot of my disorders, like, anorexia and shit like that. Because I'm, like, if I can't control anything else, I can control how thin I am. Or, like, I control not eating. But you're on a mission, man. You've got a mission to fulfill. So, you know, don't fuck up. No. I mean, it's better now. you got a mission. Just remember that you have a holy mission. And if you fuck up, knowing what you know... The, 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 the consequences are far worse for somebody that knows what you know. You've been exposed to the truth. You're a truth seeker. You have a bright light inside you, and you know what you know. If you were ignorant and you fucked up, it'd be, it'd be, like, it'd be cool. But if you know all that you know and you fuck up now, the consequences are going to be way more severe, so don't fuck up. I mean, I'm doing my best to make sure that I bring what I know and what I've experienced Embrace to it. light because, I mean... Thank God. Thank if God you don't bring it. it out, then you're, you're dead. You're fucked. You're, you're dead, dead. You're double dead. You're dead and dead and dead and dead and dead. You're because, dead spiritually and you're dead fucking physically. So you physically. can't afford that. No, I can't. You, you can't. <laughs> you know that. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, you know it here. I hope you, you know, you know it here too in your gut, because that's where you really got to feel it. You know, I mean, it's extremely visceral. Like when it comes up, when anything triggers those past traumas, like 
it really feels like someone's like it's squeezing like a raw my stomach. Nerve. It's like a raw nerve. Guess what? Eventually that pain subsides. And does it just subside or does it go away? Subsides, comes you know, back, goes away. There's a wound, okay? There's a bleeding, infected wound. Mm-hmm. You expose it to the light. It's painful. It stings. Eventually, it starts to scab over. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it will form a scar. Mm-hmm. The scar will be stronger than the original skin. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. The scar tissue is actually twice as strong as the original unscarred, un, unwounded skin. Mm. So when that wound heals, not only will it heal, but you'll be so much stronger because you had the wound and you healed it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's just metaphysical law. And it's physical law. You mm-hmm. know that like when a woman has a cesarean operation, you know, the the the... The skin is, is after that heals, that, that cesarean scar heals, that skin is, is twice as strong as the original skin. Scar tissue is thick. Very thick. So, you know, and we carry a lot of scar tissue. Mm-hmm. Emotional you know, scar I'm, tissue. I'm, I'm, I'm a walking fucking wounded you know, but I'm stronger than I ever would have been. I feel I like had... a fucking festering wound right now. Well, that's because you're early on in this process, you know, and, and it has to be exposed. The wound must be exposed. You can't walk around, you know, covering it up like it's not there because... It'll never it, heal if it doesn't get it. Not only will it not heal, it'll get infected, it'll turn to gangrene, it'll Ugh. fucking poison your whole system spiritually. And I don't need any more poison. <laughs> so, you you know, so go through the healing process. It's painful, but you, you're strong. You have a strong, strong spirit that's, that, that has brought you this far. You have this awareness. Most people that went through what you went through would have, you know, they'd have been finished a long time ago. Or they'd be walking zombies. Hmm. You know, you're here. You're in this process. Do you realize what power that 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 shows that you carry you know and that's power gift of god don't throw it back i mean that's who i turn to for most of this because i mean like i said i had no clue what any of it meant it was just considered the norm for me i know it made me feel sick and my spirit was rejecting it but like the divine intervention really gave me the information that I needed to cope with what happened with me and actually get a level of understanding that I wasn't insane, that this is something that actually happened to people. Dude, it's so valuable what you're carrying. It's so valuable. The world needs lights. I mean, this right now we are on a cosmic battlefield. This is like the great royal battle for the sovereignty of not just this planet, but like... The universe. The whole universe is involved. There's entities from all over the universe involved in this, you know, this this battle. And you are right on the fucking front lines. You Spiritual warfare. (laughs) I mean, your soul, before you incarnated, chose to fucking go through all this, you know? I mean, I'm a nine in numerology, a life path nine. So... I'm on the last run before I go up to become a master number and then come back down if I choose to do so. I can either take a break or I can come back down. 
So but you it, chose to be in this battle, and you're on the fucking front lines. You're you're like a fucking five star general or whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, you're not like just some foot soldier. Like yeah. you know what you've been through puts you in the fucking elite core of the fucking you know special services or whatever. So you know. <laughs> you gotta. You must be a five-star general as well. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta embrace that shit. Yeah. You gotta embrace that shit, and you know, be grateful for it. The more, you know, it's like. I'm getting less scared of the consequences because carrying the weight of those experiences without sharing them and shedding light on them is just like. But it's you, so much more poison than... But you'll always be able to share, though, because the world is thirsty for this... They want the truth. For this wisdom, for this truth, for this mm-hmm. light. The world is dying. It's parched. It's fucking, you know, like... Crusty-ass old man. Desert, you know, just a fucking crusty old desert, you know, and then you come Aquarius, the water bearer, you know, and just, just everybody's just like... Ah. What do you think about, like, the age of Aquarius and, like, transhumanism? Like, the ability of enhancing our physical being so much and even going as far to transferring our consciousness into this second dimension, like, into the, um, into the... I forget, like, how does it, how should I say this? Essentially transferring everyone's consciousness into a computer. So we live forever, but that's the elimination of the actual natural cycle of our spiritual well, what existence. Do you, what do you think I think? I mean, do you believe in it, right? I believe that there's, there's, a, whole, there's a whole push to uh, create this. We're uh, on our way. I think it's the most evil, you know, anti-Christ, fucking satanic, fucking horrible thing. self-deification. No, it's disgusting. It's beyond disgusting. Playing it's, it's, God to an extreme. Oh, it's 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 Luciferian agenda. It's the most disgusting, horrible, evil. If there's such a thing as evil. That's where that's where it that's where it's headed. But see, it's like it's Orwellian, man. Yeah. This is the, yeah. This is the fucking Aldous Huxley, Brave New World. Mm-hmm. This is the fucking, you know. This is, is this is nineteen eighty four times a hundred, mm-hmm. and this is what's going on. This is what's going on. We're man. living it. I mean, like Billy's on his fucking phone right now. What's he doing? Billy, are you trying to upload your consciousness to the internet? Have you given up on us? Dude, you guys need to talk. She's fixed. She's, it's a cathartic thing for her. I, I can't get a word in when I try to. So you help her and she gets No, help. Billy, I want to know what your question was before you went to the bathroom. Yeah, I'll go to the bathroom. And you guys, you just ask her a question. And when I come back, you can ask me a question. Okay. Uh, I don't Sorry. know what my question was, but... I'm sorry, Billy. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Look, pets. All right. I'm going to moderate. I'm glad you got some time with a real solid AA member. Yeah. And for whatever reason, you're able to open up to him, so that's good. I mean, you knew a little bit of what I said. Oh, yeah. I know some of your stuff. It's kind of interesting. Um, I wouldn't mind hearing some more details and stuff. 
Ask me questions. I'm here to answer. Well, one thing I find, like you were talking about your personality, so sometimes you seem like a kid to me. Yeah. Like 12, 14-year-old kid. Yeah. But other times you don't seem 24. I mean, you look 24, but you seem... Much like, older. Like I can talk to you. I can jive with you. And mm-hmm. like I, it feels comfortable. So it is kind of a trip, right? No, it's, it's like not. you got both of those in you. I actually have three. Oh, if yeah. we're going to talk about my altars really quick. Um, so I have like the child altar that I consider like baby Rudy. And I think uh-huh. that one formed when I went through a lot of my adolescent trauma. And that was sort of honeycombed into that one specific spot. But at the same time, it was like, because I went through that trauma, I had to create a extremely mature altar as well to take care of the child that was going through those really traumatic events. So it's like that happened. And then along with some of the other things that happened to me, I have a very sexual altar, you know, but that's one that comes up rarely, but she's incredibly flirtatious and she knows when to come out. But it's like these three different people, like the adult one is what I see in my brain. She wears black. She always wears black. She's like a career woman. And then the sensual one wears red because red is like the color of sensuality. And then the the child altar, she wears like white, you know, because she's pure and innocent. How, how old is the child? I just go 14 because you're 24. No, she's like eight years old. She's like seven or eight years old. She's very young. You know, it's not... She laughs at everything. What was, what was going on with you when you were seven or eight years old? Well, that's when like a lot of the the supplements and the hypnotism and the physical abuse and mental abuse and manipulation of All right, so was religion. this a, a regular thing, like once a week or every day, this hypnotist drugging? It was any time I was at this person's house. So, like... <laughs> How often were you there? The, the... Well, my entire childhood, uh, you know, I was around this person every day from, like, when I was born to six years old. And then from that point, it was, like, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And also the other times that this person would kidnap me from school without permission and do things like that. Do you believe this person was trying to bring something out of you? And do you believe 100% this is real? The hypnotism and the drugging. Yes. Uh, so when when did you just when did, did this something that came to you recently or no, you knew I, this I, the whole time? I knew this. There are other things that have come up, you know, when I hit adulthood, like eighteen, nineteen years old, and things slowly reveal themselves as I'm able to deal with them. But as far as knowing about the hypnotism and the supplement stuff. Um, I had known that that was going on, but I didn't know that that was abnormal until I was an adult. And then I was like, wait, not everyone grew up this way. What the fuck? I was just like, what happened to me? You know? Yeah. And so in some ways you seem really brilliant. I'm wondering if 
there was a positive effect. We talked about that while you were in the bathroom, how, um, you know, these altars, if you will, have given me the ability to almost be a walking human recorder. I can learn softwares in like two weeks. I can hear something and repeat it verbatim after hearing it one time. I can, um, what else can I do? These are the things that I can do. Like, I don't know. What's another question? Wow. So the same person would throw you off a boat three miles from shore and make you swim back to the shore. Yeah, would show me incredibly horror shark movies. You know, and then would kick me off the boat and make me swim miles to shore. And I would, you know, he almost let me drown when I was like four or five years old. And when we got back to shore, um, my mom like wrapped me in a towel and I was like, (laughs) like losing my shit, you know, as a four year old child. Mom was present at this time and she allowed that to happen. No, she was not aware that it happened until after the fact. And my mom was like, how could you let this happen? And this person said, um, you were the one that kept asking me to go further out in the water to a four year old child. Like it's your fault that you almost drowned because you asked me to go past where we could both touch. And we got knocked over by a wave and I had to open my eyes after swimming down instead of up to realize that I was swimming the wrong way. And then I looked up and I saw I had like 20 feet to go to get to the surface. And I remember swallowing water and shit as I was going back up. So I had like that experience. And then, you know, going through the islands on this sailboat and like 20 foot swells, I get seasick and I was forced to be on this boat and um, for like two to three weeks at a time and listen to these people fuck. Two or three weeks on a boat? Yeah, in 20-foot swells, getting kicked off the boat and being made to swim to shore, having to listen to these people fuck. How old were you at this point? 11, 12 years old. Sounds like a wild ride. Yeah. Oh, um, do we have a lighter? Somewhere. I don't know where one is. Do you have any more questions, Billy? All right, let's hear about the sexual one. That one's pretty intriguing. Do you use it to get your way, or does it just come out? So She knows when it's the right time. It, it tends to be, oddly enough, she loves authority figures. She loves people who are above her. It's almost like if... <sighs> You hear about this, and it's called the presidential model in altars. And it's a, an altar that, like, she loves authority figures. They're made, created to please, like, politicians and moguls and shit like that. And so that's, she's very intelligent, but she's also sexual. So it's like, a mixture of what someone would want, like Marilyn Monroe was the first presidential model, you know? And she was doing that for JFK and also for some other dictators. Huh? And Bobby Kennedy, too. And Bobby Kennedy, you know? Interesting how 
Robert she, F. Kennedy Jr., Bobby Kennedy's son, turned out to be this huge anti-vaccination activist. Yeah. Like huge activist. That's great. Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. That's great. I mean, see, that just goes to show you that like... And he comes from that reptilian bloodline. But I mean, you could, you could go the like, other way. This person, this person who did all this shit, he's got major lizard energy, if you know what I mean. Like, you, you know how, um, if you ever watch documentaries or like the Ted Bundy tapes, yeah. when you look at Ted Bundy when he's on film, he like, <laughs> there's nothing behind his eyes. Well, what I think you're saying is they're cut off from empathy. Well, yeah, this person who did all this, though, like, it, not only were they cut off from empathy, but they thrive and they eat yep. your negative energy. Yep, 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 yep. So the more traumatized Fear. I was, the happier he would be. That's, that gets into that substance you're talking about. The, uh, I could see that because... Adrenochrome. I could see that in my own self. But because I think I was bloodline, you know, I mean, I wasn't subject to someone who... Right. Was having it extracted, I'm bloodline, and then they were like, okay, so we're just gonna shape this as we want it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, I'm. But you were saying something about the indigenous people. Mm hmm. I have Cherokee and. and, um, But how does that tie into the adrenochrome? Well, so hereditarily, uh, multi general generational abuse and trauma so like when indian tribes would do certain ceremonies and things like that i mean it requires a certain amount of trauma because you're welcoming in spirits you're having all the these like crazy visceral dances and experiences and you're seeing fire and you're burning things and what they hang yes from their tits mm-hmm from their body parts and their hangs suspended in the air. Yes. Incredibly painful. So this trauma is passed down hereditarily, and that's why they call it the monarch mind control program, Uh, is because what do monarch butterflies do? They pass information through several generations. On their migration, yeah. On their migration. So that's why it's called... The monarch mind control program is because the more generations of abuse that you have, like the easier you are to traumatize and program by splitting your consciousness and programming those altars. And what's the ultimate goal of this? Well, I mean, I think that a lot of it has already been... To groom people for positions of power through which they could create... Like mass human sacrifice, a.k.a. war. 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 Yeah. I mean, that and I mean. AI. Yeah. Artificial intelligence and this transhumanism thing. Like it's all about self-deification. It's It's about eliminating eliminating the God. God. And beca- man oh, becoming Oh, you guys got to watch God. this show, Raised by Wolves. I want to. I started watching parts that? of that, and I was yeah. like, "Oh Catch my!" Catch up to me, God. and we'll watch it together. Yeah, what is yeah. It? 
I'm on like I'm on six episode six. What it's essentially it? about it's a, it's a sci-fi, but it's the human race and the world has now been destroyed. Oh, and there's atheist and there's the God tribe. There's two. The world is talk about predictive divided. programming. Well, that's exactly what it is. This is this is basically, you know, it's a psyop. All these TV shows. I mean, they're really well produced, really well written. Yeah. But it's all a psyop to prepare us. Subconsciously, predictive programming. Predictive programming. It's to prepare us for what's coming. Yeah, it's so when these things come around, like when they ask us if we want to replace our heart Jesus. or our lungs with technology, dude, the technology. We'll just jump on board because it's already been glorified in so many different programs. I mean, they come out with this. Yeah. They come out with this thing that, like, COVID-19, the fucking menus are dirty. They're evil. We can't touch menus. So we have to scan the fucking They're also getting rid of coin and currency. That's how they fucking contact trace you. You brought all the shit back to the studio? Well, Pat has an argument on this. He thinks it might be the evolution of the human race, and it's just natural. How far left have we gone? I mean, we're Since far I've down been. the hole. So far left that we're like so, right of right. I'm a five-star general <laughs> yeah, in like spiritual that. warfare. Apparently. I like that. You're right. It's like weird. It's like, it, it, you know, I heard someone, this guy I really like. Um, he's the singer of the wolves. Who's that guy? Tito Ortiz's friend? <coughs> I don't what remember. What is the si- significance what? of all this wolf? Because he's saying that that transhumanism yeah, he, he, show is... He, he talks about... And he's saying, what was the name of the band? Uh, well, the, the, the lead singer of this band called Bad Wolves. He oh. did this video about how he's What's like... Predators? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, they keep going. Packs. It packs. What? Come on, let us know too. You can't tell secrets on the um, podcast. Hold on. <laughs> I've... I, I had to step away. I'm really sorry. My wife is upstairs. There's a lot of people in her house. We have this Monday night thing. It's getting kind of crazy. We're spending a lot of money um, building a brand. There's a lot of stuff we had to talk about. I'm sorry. I had to kind of step away. We're good. Everything's good. I just needed to kind of deal with that for a second. But no, this this dude's talking about yo. Did you did we did did you guys all forget? The Republicans are the ones who fought for slavery. Mm-hmm. The Democrats were the ones who wanted slavery. Yeah, but the mm-hmm. rules. It's have like switched. somehow that's been erased from the history books. That's what he said. I don't really know. I just think he cancel was cancel culture, cancel history, just rewrite history, drag down all the statues. You know, do what we say. This Build is obelisks. Neo, this is neo fascism. This is neo-fascism. That's kind of how I see it. That's what scares me about it. It's Dude, terrifying. I was at Trader Joe's. Uh, you, you didn't see the video because you don't <laughs> watch anything. But here, let me just show I you really this. I really don't watch anything. L- 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 let me, let me Sometimes see. Sometimes I listen to shit, but. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you this. Maybe. I would love to listen to more shit. We'll Turn watch. Me on. Turn we'll watch, 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 watch. Well, the trouble yeah. is we got to email you. Of, uh, What's wrong with that? You know, I guess nothing. I just don't email. How about text? Do you like a tissue What's up? I tried to text you. Oh, what's hey, hey, up? Wa- wa- watch yeah, what's okay. Up? Watch this. What is this? I need like a tissue or something. Um, do I want what? Mangoes? I got um spicy mangoes. So we're at um 
Trader Joe's and I needed to walk outside to like spit because I have like an accumulation of, uh, you know, mucus. And uh, the guy at the front door was like, pick either in or out. And I'm like, well, what if I have to go outside to spit? Right? And he's like, you have to pick one, in or out. And I'm like, Fuck really? You. Yeah, but now he's like talking to the person at the front. Ding, and it's going to be a whole fucking scene. You know? I mean, it's chill. It's just like, if I have to go outside, you know, okay. I feel like that should be allowed. But he's like giving me a problem about it. And it's just like, it's just unnecessary. You know, we, we don't need to be. He doesn't need to be like that, you know? That's it. I just needed to go outside to, like, I needed to spit. I'm sorry. It's just, it is what it is, you know? Okay. I mean, I'm fine. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. You fucking little fascist. This is the kind of world we live in where the guy at the front door has to go to his manager because I'm. Going inside and outside, and give me a fucking machete. Um, you know, apparently leaving, walking out of the store is a problem for this guy. Why is that a problem? Why is walking? I'm just trying to get just, my groceries done. Why is everything going to be like a whole thing with you? Listen. Just stay in the store once you come. Well, what if I have to spit? Then go to the bathroom. Oh. There, the bathroom's closed. No. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, then swallow it. Swallow oh. it? Oh. Sit on the floor like a good punk rocker. Mm. It's just crazy that you can't... Like, it's weird. Like, the rules. This is getting really, really crazy where you can't even go out. And everybody is just so obedient. Uh. Everyone just follows uh. more and more and more rules. More rules, more rules, more oh. rules, more rules. Follow, obey, obey, follow, obey. Like obey. life and death. You can't argue with that. Like the woman out there was like, he's trying to save lives. It's like, oh my no, God, he got, he's not. A woman got involved in your thing too? Yeah. And, 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 and it's not about... Oh. Even for five minutes. Okay. It's not about saving lives. How is me going outside and coming back in? How is that about saving? That's just about this guy being like weird about, you know, someone doing something that most people aren't. Did you tell him on the way out, I'll be right back, I need to sneeze or something? Yeah, I said, I'm, I'm like, sorry, I got to spit or something. And he was just like, look, either, either in or out. Either in or out. Like, you can't come out and go back in. Like, you can't do it. Because he has to, like... You're making me really get pissed well, well, off. No, no, no. But so here's the thing, though, bro, is, like, I'm... I'm... I'm You're so patient and rational, but 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 I'm but I'm but I'm presenting something on yeah. my platform in a way where I'm having people look at it and and there are people having a conversation under my post, right? I'm trying to shed a little bit of light on it, and I'm trying to have I'm not c- trying to be angry or but but you have um, 25. There's all these different comments. And there are different people that have different opinions, you know, and I feel like we, I have to do my part 
just as a as a as a patriot. Here's something if I've you learned. Will. <laughs> Here's something I've learned. This might serve you. This is something that I've learned through hard experience over a period of time. John is fucking that gnarly, bro. If these people, if if if, if Veronica, you think I'm a fucking a crazy alcoholic? Listen, this guy is if, like if any fought everyone in the store. If any, <laughs> listen, man. If any person, okay, I'm gonna wait until until you're listening. I'm listening. If okay. any person, if any person is presenting you with an argument that is not based in rational cognitive critical thought process mm-hmm. and research in other words they're just parroting what they heard on the fucking news right she is their 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 position is not based in any rationality. Well, I mean, so you could explain to them in a hundred different ways what a rational position looks like, and you might as well be trying to describe a sunset to somebody who was born blind. Yeah, it's that futile. You cannot educate these people. You can't. They well, cannot. They're incapable of digesting rationality because they are not based. Their thought process is not based in rationality. So rationality to an irrational person is like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. It's not going to work. So can I say something here? So do you believe that most of the population is just sheeple ignoramuses? I believe that a large, a a large number of people, like an overwhelming number of people are completely living under mind control programs. Yes, because they've been polluted from cradle to fucking grave by systems of control, by nefarious, draconian, ironclad systems of control. Okay, I think that they, they, you know, there's fluoride in the water, there's chemicals in the food, there's fucking chemtrails dropping God knows what kind of fucking toxins into the atmosphere that they breathe. They go to the government indoctrination camps called schools. I breathe the air and drink the water and... You've been through a fucking spiritual fucking ringer, my brother. You have been through war and have come out victorious. You're one out of a million. But that's really important because you have so much power. You have so much power because of what you've been through and where it's brought you to. You're a survivor, man. You, and we find each other as well. We like have to. The okay, ones, I, I have to say something. Of course. Okay. Go ahead. This is, this is, you know, my podcast. I want to say something, okay? I, I, I know. No, no, no. So check it out. <laughs> you, 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 I, I appreciate your opinion. I respect it. But I think that I don't know how much of what... Look, so there's, there's, there's actual people commenting on this, right? Very true, LOL. That's one person. So that person's with us. Mm-hmm. All they do is make more laws that will never stop. Or when they do, the people will say enough is enough. There's another person that's with us. Another person, 88 Doug, touching a mask all day to stay healthy. There's another person that's with us. Mm-hmm. Ugh, people Rush. nowadays, so fucking ridiculous. The new world order is upon us. There's another person that's with us. Rational. And there's another person, Jonathan CY. You're 100% right. It's about control. The masks are shadows of communism on the horizon falling on, you know, I refuse to wear a mask. So... Y- Okay, so 
Here, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have there's 25 live streaming. How are they knowing this right now? Is this this is comments on my YouTube? That's amazing. And then here's another person. Stop being to your YouTube. Sorry. There's another person. Stop being a man. Stop being a man, baby. Silly. LOL. So she's just kind of having fun. LOL. As always, love you guys and good job standing up for yourself. Who cares how many times you go in and out? I mean, come on. That's crazy. Spit on their damn floor if they got an issue with you walking out. So here's the thing is I don't want to, I don't want to lose faith in humanity because I do believe that people are smart and I think we just, we, we owe it to people. And then here's some other people that made me upset who don't agree with me. I, I, so I'm like you, I get very angry and agitated. Trust me. You see me being calm in this video, but I'm a fucking hardcore punk rock. Fuck everyone. But I'm trying to use that to actually affect change. And the only way for me to do that is with love. Right. So very rational. So, um, and there are other people. So here's the problem with this thing that's happening right now. It's, it's, these rules are being made in the name of life and death. That's the thing, that's right? It's like, get and they're going, Pe- but people are dying. Says like, who? Well, the says woman the fucking in the store. big pharma controlled well, let's not, news. Let's not get angry. Let's just, let's just, let's just I'm look not angry. At, I'm passionate. Yeah, me, me too. But like, so, so my thing is like, okay. Yeah, man, that sucks. People have died, and I'm I'm sorry, and I'm not taking anything away from that. I, I'm it's horrible. I, I'm if 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 my one of my family members died from this, I, I might have a different opinion on, on it. But more people are dying from cigarettes. More people are dying from the flu. So what about those things? Well, let's ban cigarettes. Well, why aren't we at least talking about it? More people it, die from traffic accidents. So let's just ban cars forever. So, so that's, that's the conversation is why are we not talking about those things? If human life is so precious and means so much to us, why are we? What is this COVID thing? Can I read? Why something? don't we stop feeding a McDonald's and Taco Bell? Yeah, you can read something, but I just want to. I just want to do something. I got. I just hope this. this podcast doesn't get taken down. It will. It will. Well, that's well, the f- no, you're not big enough to get taken down. You got to have at least a million subscribers to get taken down. Otherwise, you're just small fry. Well, no. If you post like some of the, you guys don't know what you're talking about. What are you basing this? In? I've had videos taken down off YouTube. For talking about the coronavirus. Really? Well, yeah. then, then I guess you're not small fry anymore. Now, now that is a problem. Hmm. And, and they're, they're meeting censorship. all the different apps. Yeah, are meeting about this, oh, yeah. this censorship that's happening online. It's not chill. It's not. Okay, I want to read this to you. This is from Laura Eisenhower. Laura Eisenhower is the great-granddaughter of President Dwight D. Eisenhower, was the President of the United States when I was a kid. When I was born. This is from a... Laura Eisenhower wrote this. It says, from a Montauk Project survivor. Okay, you can appreciate that. What's Montauk? MKUltra. Okay. As you all know, my life is never boring. I get involved in things I never would have imagined. So it has happened again. But this time it's so incredible and sensitive and pertains to every person on this planet... I could be harmed for what I tell you now, but God is with me and there is a reason I have been asked to reveal this to you. I received a call from someone who is very high-level executive in a mega global corporation. 
This person is working on a platform for the COVID testing programs and found out recently what they are really for and why the tests are being pushed so strongly in many countries. Before I go into that, it should be noted that the people on the various teams working under this person have no idea about the big picture because it is so compartmentalized. Because this executive is in the position they have, this person can see what is going on and does the testing of the software and programming. The project is originated and directed by the Chinese government, specifically the Chinese Communist Party and President Xi. But most shockingly, it is in partnership with the government of Taiwan and President Xi Ling Wing. Yes, despite what the fake global media has told you, China and Taiwan are working hand in hand. The reason for the warmongering is to divert attention from what I'm going to tell you now. The Chinese Communist government wants to map the genome of every human being on this planet. They purposefully released a fake virus, which is really a simulation that becomes a parasite created from your exosomes. So that fear and panic would envelop the world. Fear of death would force everyone to want to be tested. Media hype of exaggerated death rates and viral surges forced lockdowns and all sorts of restrictions. The Chinese-controlled WHO named it a pandemic in order to shut the world's economy and educational systems. The government of Taiwan, headed by the demonic Madame Tsai, removed all medical and health protections from Taiwanese citizens, making their personal health into public domain. In effect, all 24 million people of Taiwan have had their DNA taken and analyzed to that there is a data, so that, that there is a database now of each one of them. The Chinese, in conjunction with the companies in the U.S. that are controlled by them, created a $12 device that can read the genome of the person who has taken a COVID test and creates a file of 5 gigabytes. It is then compared to the files already taken from millions of people to get relationships, similarities, and sequences, which then produce a file of 25 gigabytes per person. The idea behind this is once all people have been collected and analyzed, the Chinese can determine specific DNA sequences and nuances for individuals, families, ethnic groups, racial subgroups, etc. to devise methods of killing via illnesses, ELF, poisons, and other methods to remove all enemies wherever they are. They can create destruction for specific families, certain people within a family or group, or prevent procreation. And this goes on and on and on and on. There's, uh, it, it's, uh, so, so, so what, so getting the data is, is to do what? To get, to know how to kill someone with no, a disease? No, it's to control. If you don't want certain people reproducing, you, you shut create off. something just for that genetic mm. thing. Or if you want to kill off a population or you, you just w- shut them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a family or any group of individuals. Now, you know, we were talking about that this new thing when you go into a restaurant, they won't give you a menu anymore because menus are dirty and you could catch the the fucking COVIDs from the fucking <laughs> menu. Okay? That's a total psyop. You you if if you want to order something from a restaurant, you have to scan it onto your smartphone. Right. That now goes into a database, and then, say, next week, somebody in the restaurant t- tests positive, 
okay, with an 85% false positive rate with these tests, RNA tests, 85% false positive. Somebody tests positive for the, the COVIDs uh, in that restaurant. Now they go in the database and they trace everybody that's been to that restaurant. And, try, and the minute you put your fucking phone against that menu, contact tracing has begun for you, my friend. That's... I, 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 so for me, I'm just trying you to... You and everybody you know. Okay, so I don't just like believe... I, 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 I hear that and I'm like, okay, so, okay, so Billy, can you give me an example of like a group of people that they would want to exterminate us? Probably the ridges, but how would, but but we're not all the same. I don't, I don't know. No, I'm just, I'm just reiterating what he said because you asked the question. Right, I know, but like, let's try to figure out, does that, does that make sense, or are we just believing the hype the same way the sheeps are believing the hype of the COVID well, thing? I don't know if I believe it, but... Because I know from experience, most times things aren't all the way up here, all the way down here. It's... I like to think that that's the way things are. Like me, I'm either the best or I'm shit. So maybe there's some middle ground, and, and, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to like... There's go totally into metal. either extreme. I want to think, oh, what, what is it real? What's really probably happening? What, what do I think is really happening? Well, you see the absurdity. I yes. Mean, obviously, I, sure. saw, I saw your something, your thing at Trader Joe's was like totally incredulous. You were like, what the fuck, dude? You no, know, this is, bro, this is insane. But, 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 but what's really happening is this guy at the front door. But you see people walking down the street, driving down the street in their cars with their Their windows rolled up with masks on. You don't see that there's something extremely insane going on? Do you think someone's going to crash through your window and give you the COVID? Like like I said, I definitely think something's... Well, the people are afraid. I think, you know, my wife wants me to lock the door in Agora Hills. Like, the fuck? She's she's afraid, too. Like, people are afraid of a lot of things. Look Especially at like since this, you speak your I mind. I just don't know. Look at it like this. Okay, say you're a cop. Say you are a criminologist, and some heinous crime occurred. You, the first suspect in that crime is going to be the person who most derives benefit from the commission of that crime, correct? Think about that. That's just basic criminology, 101. Wait. Who is the primary suspect in any crime is going to be the person who would logically derive the most benefit from that crime having been committed. Uh-huh. Yeah? So, in other words, follow the money. Right, yeah. Who benefits? Who benefits from, from, from this total fucking takeover, this, this, this insane, you know, coup d'etat, nationwide worldwide who benefits from this well let's see could it be the big pharmaceutical concerns you know that hydroxychloroquine okay hydroxychloroquine has been proven by numerous doctors to be an effective cure for this covades okay they don't want that. They're, they're, they're saying, oh, no, no, this, this is not uh, reliable. Why? Because hydroxychloroquine is a very old medicine. It's been around for at least 40 years. I took it 40 years ago in Brazil for malaria. It's, a, it's an anti-malarial, and it's also highly effective in the treatment of uh, the COVIDs. 
So they don't want us to use it. They don't want us to use it because they're not going to make any money. No, they're not. Not only that, they're not going to make any money off it. Yeah, it's an old medication. You could buy it over the counter for a dollar in Brazil and Mexico. You could buy it anywhere where there's malaria. You could just go over to the drugstore and go give me a box of hydroxychloroquine. Hmm. You know, now they want to push this vaccine, which God Almighty, man, that alters your fucking genome. I'm so scared about that. Don't be scared. Don't take it. Yeah, but what if it's mandatorily Then enforced? you shoot somebody in the head. Oh, okay. My daughter's not vaccinated, and she can't go to school here. I know. I know. It's, it's getting really bad. Why do you think I'm moving back to Brazil? I would love to stay here. I can't. And if Trump doesn't get elected, good God, God help us all. That's why I showed you that photo. Yeah. Was because I was like... Let me see that again. <clears throat> I just bought this shirt. I'm trying to find it right now. You know what I like about Jonathan? <laughs> he doesn't even care. He's like, I'm going to say Trump, you know, I'm just going to say what I believe. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, I, I've Even lost... though, like, you know, so many people are all divided and, and uh, the haters of Trump are, like, vicious. They vicious. get this look on their face. They're and, I, and they're like, why do you hate him? Oh, because he's... They don't even know. Because the news said he was a racist. Because yeah. the news said he hates women and grabs them by the pussy. You know, it's like, what? Oh, my God. So, like, MK Ultra. Is that you? No, well, I mean, it kind of looks like... That's Lady Gaga. Oh, my. Presidential. Holy shit. Evil, 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 evil. What? It just... Yeah, right? Isn't it crazy? Jesus, God almighty. Really, nobody knows what you're looking at. Lady Gaga with Joe Biden. Okay. Biden, the head of the Biden crime family, man. You know, they got video of his fucking son, like, raping and torturing, like, nine-year-old girls in China. Oh, my God. And the, the press has totally stifled that information. They, he left his fucking laptop at a fucking computer store in Washington, D.C. and didn't go back to pick it up. So the guy opened his laptop to see if he could find him, and he found all these videos. The Chinese government set that up because now they've got a fucking club over the head of, you know, of, of Biden. So you think China's trying to take over the world? Of course. Of course. There's no question about that. I'm not saying that coronavirus doesn't exist. Do you think they'll succeed? That really depends on, you know, that's, that's in God's hands. If they succeed, God help us all because this is going to be the dystopian nightmare like the world has never seen. It's going to be, you know, this is going to be the end of the human race. And, you know, it's going to be real bad. I don't think they'll succeed. No, I believe that one person who's awake can light up the consciousness of a thousand sleepers. I believe that. That's what we're trying to do. I believe that. I totally but I mean, I don't. But see, here's the thing: is you don't you don't get through to certain people when you're yelling. You don't get through to certain people. Period. Well, you you could be whispering. You could be you could be showing the truth. You cannot get through to people on the on the material plane. It's only metaphysically that your light will shine into some place in the cosmos that will reflect the light back to those sleepers. 
That's why it doesn't matter if you yell, you scream, you cry, you jump up and down, or you blow kisses up their ass. It does not <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter because just the fact that you have a bright light and a faith in God, that reflects exponentially throughout the universe and reverberates throughout the universe in, in a metaphysical way that we can't even begin to understand because it's only in the mind of God how this science this metaphysical science is practiced. So work on yourself. Do the inner work. If you got to get mad at the absurdity of your neighbor, get mad. It doesn't make any difference. As long as you know the truth that you are an eternal being, you're a child of, of, of the Most High, and you will prosper whether you're living or dead. It doesn't matter. This body could be destroyed, but consciousness never dies. I found it. Oh, the spirits thing? That's... No, this thing I was trying to... I love it. Because it says we read a few chapters back or whatever that when you're... I guess we'll just call it uh, tapped in. You don't even have to speak words. Your presence alone will remedy the issues for all parties involved. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I thought on. that was pretty interesting. This is what's on the shirt. Read it. That's what's on the cover of the shirt. It's Which shirt? This, this shirt. shirt that you bought? Yeah, it's my favorite brand, Fresh Jive. It's like an old company. What the fuck is really going on? <laughs> suicide pills. What, what the fuck is really going on? Hold on, John. WTFRGO. What the fuck is really going on? That's their slogan for their whole brand. I love that. Did you see the shirt they just fucking made? It's a fucking Oxycontin bottle, but it's like all like aggressive marketing, a hundred suicide. It's like they replaced the words that are actually on the bottle with like what it really is because the pharmaceutical industries are, I want to have Rick Klotz on this podcast. Rick, Rick Klotz, he's the, he started Fresh Jive, which is like probably the coolest streetwear brand ever back when like Susie started and like uh, fucked and uh, Supreme. But he was like the most radical, like fuck all you fools, like kind of guy. And he actually ended up going to Mexico and doing a bunch of coke and like threw his life away. But now he's back and now he's back and he has this new, he relaunched his, his, his brand fresh jive. And it's what the fuck is really going on is like the slogan on like all the shirts, which is crazy because he did this before all this happened. So I have this mask that I, you know, you have to wear masks, right? So this is my fresh drive mask. What the fuck is really going on? And when I wear it, people read it, says what the fuck is really going on? And it's like a lot of people look at it and they're like, yeah, I'm with you, bro. Yeah. It's kind of a cool, but, but, but I I like to have like, like my tattoos and my teeth, like we, it's almost like a signaling for, for people like we're, it's almost like insect repellent. It's like we're repelling certain people that we don't even want in our vicinity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, this is something that I've noticed. I'm like, I'm like signaling to people that. And I'm noticing there are a lot of people that are like with us, bro. Of course. Mm-hmm. And I'm not necessarily saying 
I know anything or I'm pro Trump. I'm not. I don't want to pick. I'm not picking a side. All I'm saying is like Please I pick a side. No, I'm not going to because there are no sides. There are humans, and then there's like one percenters. And the one, it's just like you said, follow the money. So the people that have all the money, I believe that they've always been in control. It doesn't matter who the puppet is. That's. I get that. That's the thing. But we, and so we need to be very conscious of. I always felt that way. Me too. But right now, man. But right now they're even getting you to be divided. And we cannot. I'm not divided. Well, you're like. I know exactly where I stand. No, I know. You're not. You need a demon to fight demons. You cannot go with Tinkerbell when you're fighting demons. If Trump is a demon, a lesser demon, then... Yeah, I I don't really think it's going to make a difference. I don't know. It might not. It probably won't. I don't know. But but I mean... That's where I'm at. But I would... I mean, what does it cost me to sign my name on a piece of paper? It's as simple as that. Right. Because I see what the other side mm-hmm. is doing and it's purely clearly demonic Trump I'm like eh, you know he kind of stinks but, but well he just has like a bad but, man. I think he has bad manners and he has like a kind of so a, what he's you know so what I don't care so do we yeah well <laughs> that's my problem is I like can relate to that being misunderstood and saying things being maligned having a big mouth and being so honest that I look like an asshole I would rather I would rather have that because to me that's not evil. That's just like no, it's just a flawed human being, like like right, the rest of us. Right. But the operative words are human being. These others are fucking purely demonic, fucking right. you know, robot clones. But I man. also want to emphasize the fact that I'm not sure of anything because I think right now to be sure is. Is is really, really hard, but we need to stop. Thank you, everyone. Yes. <laughs>